This is Trivia Friday. The number to call with your question or your answer to a question is 888-589-8840. At the rate of inflation, what would the $6 million man be worth today? That's a good Let's question. See what the lady sent me the wrong shirt. The one I got had Huey, Dewey, and Louie on the product. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? At least he didn't say, you know, Larry, Moe, and Curly. Yeah. And welcome to Trivia Friday. Ed Vitagliano sitting in for Tim Wildman. I am joined in studio by my fellow professors, J.J. Jasper. Good morning, Good JJ. morning. Great to be here. And Kendra. Hello. Kendra It's wonderful White. to be back with you. Yes. So you- am I filling in for you then if you're filling in for Tim? Is that uh, how that works? If you wish. Okay. <laughs> Big shoes. I don't know if my Andy Griffith game is up to snuff to be able to do that. <laughs> uh, well, it, it's uh, my my game is slipping in all areas, so don't don't worry about that. Well, and we actually have four percent, uh, professors this morning because we are so pro, uh, pro-life. Kendra <laughs> has a baby on board. I do yes. indeed. Can, can I be real uh uh, just kind of go out on a limb and ask our listeners to pray for please. safe labor and delivery. Yes, When's please. the baby? July twenty second. So we got a few more weeks to, but we got we got to get through June and July, and it's hot, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> the power went out the other day in our house, and I was quoting scripture like, "The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want." I shall not sweat. <laughs> it, was an, it was only an hour, but it was enough to make me lean on the Savior. <laughs> well, we are uh, so pro life at American Family Association, American Family Radio. So I'm glad to see our entire nation. Tilting that way, yes. uh, not those in leadership, but at least, you know, the miracle. And we prayed and mm-hmm. believed it was going to happen in our lifetime with Roe v. Wade, mm. you know, being a. Uh, but man, who would believe that they weren't going to provide extra protection for the Supreme right. Court justices? Yeah. Well, did you have a threat to assassinate a Supreme Court justice over a ruling? Yeah. So. You know, that you, it really is pulling down the veil to see mm. how, uh, I would say, demonic. Uh, some of the leadership is on Capitol Hill. They're they're wicked. Uh, yeah. A lot of folks in charge are uh, are really really it's it's diabolical. God help us. Yeah, yes. we need revival. You know, I remember talking to my mom about this issue when I was I don't know ten or eleven, and she said we need to pray that God will change Roe v. Wade and, and abortion. And I said that could happen. Like, because just right. having grown up with that right. always being a thing, you don't even think. So millennials, I think, need to hear, like, man, this that could can, happen in our generation. Amen. It's going to happen in Jesus' name. Hey, Amen. back to the show. This is, we have hard-hitting issues throughout the week, but mm-hmm. this is just for fun today. Yeah, we're going to spend a little time cutting up, but really the main uh, point of this show as you two know, is to learn our folks a few things. Absolutely. Learn it without a G. Yes, (laughs) that's right. So, folks, uh, for those of you just tuning in who've never uh, listened to the show Trivia Friday, this is what we do on Fridays, is we ask you to call in, and we're going to each have three questions that we're going to throw out at our audience. And since there's three of us, Kendra, how many is that total? Nine. Nine questions. So we're bringing it. Folks, so you call in. We uh, invite you to, encourage you to answer one and also ask. And uh, if you have been on the program with us on the air in the last two months, we ask you just simply to wait a week to allow as many new folks to call in and answer to get involved as possible. So the number to call if you want to get on the program is 888-589-8840. 
is the number to call. JJ, we do have a kind of special thing that we do. One of these original nine questions is a mystery question. You don't know which one it is, but if you answer the mystery question correctly, you'll hear this sound. Ah, the beloved cowbell. And that means you win yourself a Learning University t-shirt with Huey, Dewey, and whoever else on the front there. Huey, Dewey, and Louie? Yeah. yeah. No, actually, it's the Three Amigos uh, Learning University Athletic Gray. Great-looking t-shirt. It's t-shirt weather. Uh, You have a chance to win one this morning, but if you don't win, you can go to our store and get one of these. These really are uh, priced right, $15 plus shipping. And it helps the ministry, and it is T-shirt weather. And that uh, resource center where you can buy a T-shirt is resources.afa.net. Resources.afa.net. And, uh, yeah, it, it certainly is T-shirt weather. <laughs> uh, I just put my sweaters up this past Ooh. weekend, so I've been – no, I'm just, just, <laughs> just kidding. All right. Hey, Father's Day this coming Sunday. Yes. Mm. Two silkworms decided to race. Two silkworms decided to race, but they ended up in a tie. <laughs> hey, that's what I'm oh, talking man. about. So Father's Day on Sunday, you went right for the dad joke. <laughs> went right yeah. for the dad joke. Yeah, and Kendra's talking about how hot that it is, yes. especially where our flagship station is located in, in uh, Mississippi. Mm-hmm. This, on a sad note, a uh, little petting zoo near us. Yesterday, their water buffalo evaporated. <laughs> I just, I just feel bad for the little children that were there. That's hard to unsee. Water buffalo evaporated. Uh, if I, if I only had a nickel for every time I've heard that joke in the in fact, hallway, we, we hear it, we hear it several, uh, several times every summer because uh, yes. it's very hot here. That's so. right. All right, so uh, I think we've got all our details worked out. Kendra, as our, uh, you're not really visiting, reoccurring, yeah, reoccurring, yeah. So that sounds like a rash, you... <laughs> the reoccurring professor. <laughs> the reoccurring professor. Hey, there's your album name. <laughs> yes, there you go. Uh, All right, well, I have some questions for you. clear that right up, so go ahead. So speaking of Father's Day, what is the most gifted present that fathers receive on Father's Day as of today? Um, question number two, list the five books of the Bible that are referred to as the major prophets. Ah. Got the major and the minors. That's right. Which ones are the majors? And lastly, in the book, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe from Chronicles of Narnia, what dessert does the white witch offer Edmund? Ah, good question. All right, here are my three, then JJ, and then we will go to the phones. For fans of Major League Baseball, the words, the impossible dream, refer to what team and what season? For fans of Major League Baseball, the words the impossible dream refer to what team and what season? I can hear a crooner in my head. I dream the impossible <laughs> dream. That might be something different. Yeah. Yes, uh, crooning, that can also be cured with some antibiotics. It's, uh, Got that reoccurring yes. nightmare, yeah. reoccurring professor, reoccurring crooner. <laughs> All right, second question. What nation is the world's biggest producer of vanilla? What nation is the world's biggest producer of vanilla, or vanilla, probably, I should say it correctly. And third question, a true-false in honor of my friend J.J. Jasper, the black box in a plane actually is black. 
Mm. Is that true or false? Good questions. Here's what I've got. Father's Day this coming Sunday, as we mentioned and you know. Um, First question, who is King David? What was King David's father's name? Good. What was King David's father's name? Second question, what 1970s fashion was originally worn by sailors in the 1800s? What 1970s fashion wow. was originally worn by sailors in the 1800s? I like it. Third question, back to fathers. Um, Chuck Connors was a single dad in the hit TV show, The Rifleman. What was his character's name in the show? Uh, the guy that was so fast with the rifle. I love um, that show. He, uh, he had his little, little son, Mark. But what was his name? Chuck Connors. What was his name? His character's name, the rancher there in The Rifleman. Good. Great question. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's go to Louisiana. And Keith is on the line. Keith, welcome to Trivia Friday. How's it going? How the professor doing? Hey, Keith. Doing well. Wonderful. Hey, Keith, you want to ask, answer, or do both? Oh, uh, I believe I'll just try to uh, answer one of them. All right. Which question? Uh, King David's dad. Yeah, here's the question, Keith. What was King David's father's name? I want to say Jesse. That's right. Yes, the way to start is out, yes, buddy. Sir. Right out of the chute. Hey, what's your question for us? I, I don't have one. All right. Okay. Well, listen, have yourself a good weekend, and hope you have a good Father's Day. Thanks, yes, man. Time to y'all. I'll tell you what, our listeners are on it with Bible trivia. You got to be sneaky over here, like they yes. they know their Bible trivia. I think uh, I like what Ed. He, I would hear him say Bible snipers. I like, that. <laughs> I like it. I, I, I took that from somebody. I don't remember, but <laughs> years and years ago, Kendra, right. why don't you uh, greet right. our next uh, caller? We have David from Texas. David, welcome to Trivia Friday. Hey, good morning, and uh, congratulations, Kendra, to you and your husband. Thank you so and happy much. Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to Ed, JJ, and Tim. Hey, this, hey, thanks, this sir. is my friend David from Texas. Oh, hey, all right. hey, Doc, glad you're uh, your best, your best old ex friend, Dave. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Reoccurring friend, da- Dave. Reoccurring friend. <laughs> Reoccurring uh, friend. David is a uh, doctor and a pilot, and, uh, wow. and we have aviation in common as well as man. He loves the Lord. Mm. But David, I was scheduled to get my check ride today. It's been two or three years since I've flown. And um, I was going to go up with an instructor and get current, start flying yeah. again. But my instructor got called off to Madison, Wisconsin. Is going to be there for a few days. So, oh. but maybe next week. So, I actually thought about you today, David. Hey, uh, you want to ask, answer, or do both? Well, thank you. I'm going to answer um, JJ's question about the rifleman. Here's the question: Chuck Connors was a single dad in the hit TV show The Rifleman. What was his character's name in the show? Lucas McCain. Nicely yes. done. Nicely done. Hey, uh, you guys will uh, appreciate this. I've got a little backstory on this. Sometimes when you're just getting an answer, then you know you yeah. go to one page and another page uh, if you can wade through the pop-up ads. But uh, <laughs> Johnny uh, Johnny Crawford actually just passed away this spring. He was 75 mm-hmm. years old. The, the boy, yeah, Mark. Mark. And he's, this is a direct quote. He said it was a wholesome show, a healthy show. The strength of the program was its father and son dynamic. And that and the fact 
that there was a lesson at the end of every episode. Wow. And, you know, isn't that the truth? Anybody that watched Andy and Opie mm-hmm. right. or The Rifleman, you know, that was a different day. Uh, it seems like our culture is hostile towards dads. You look at any sitcom yeah. or anything, hostile towards the, the family. But I thought to hear him say that, and it really was anybody old enough to. Uh, the show ran from 1958 to 1963, but for decades they showed reruns, and it was just a lot of good action and adventure. And at the end, he'd get down on a knee, the dad would, Lucas, and mm. and give a real good life lesson to his son. Yep, and I, I one of the earliest episodes, one of my favorite shows, one of the earliest episodes, I think it was the second episode, uh, he actually preaches a little sermon to Mark about wow. Job because Mark was complaining about the how things were difficult on the ranch, and he tells the story of Job in the, from the Bible. So, yeah, you don't get many programs like that No, you, you really don't. And then, uh, so, hey, uh, way to go, David. Way to start us out. And what about, uh, you have a question for us? Yes, I do. So the longest lightning bolt ever recorded by a weather satellite, was it 100 miles long? 300 miles long or 500 miles long. Guys, I'm, I'm going to go I'm going to go 500 miles wow. long cuz here here's the deal. <laughs> I had a second cousin twice removed that got hit by lightning uh every other Thursday. And so it made him a little it made it real hard for him to go through airports obviously <laughs> to get scanned and everything. No, I don't have anything. <laughs> what, what do you guys say? I say I, well, I'll go with that. I I, sure. I have no idea. They all sound huge to me. Yes. 100 what? Right. So that let's, makes let's go with the that extreme. That makes people's hair tingle in about five different states. Yep. <laughs> we'll go with uh JJ's guess of 500 miles, David. Okay, so the average lightning bolt is about a half an inch wide. And the longest lightning bolt was 477 miles, which would stretch from Jackson, Mississippi, almost all the way to Fort Worth, Texas. Wow. wow. <laughs> A lightning bolt that long. Wow. And they, they, they were able to measure that. So that's, that's, a, that's an official uh, designation mm-hmm. for the record, right? 477 miles. So we'll round it off to 500. You guys got it. So hey, right. thanks. You all have a great weekend. We appreciate AFR. David, right, we thank appreciate you, David. you. God bless you, buddy. Hey, so we had a, um, a cabin. We built a cabin on a lake. My wife and I did. We lived there 15 years. We had two pine trees in the yard there by the water. And the pine tree, about as big as your refrigerator, I had my fishing rod leaned up against the pine tree. Melanie was in the living room. Lightning hit it. It split it from the top. It came all the way down. I'm nearly a split you could put your hand in. Wow. But it got to the fishing rod, and then it jumped off. Well, huh. the fishing rod, the the cork handle, some of that was on the ground, and my fiberglass thing was black dust. And wow. there were blackbirds, dead blackbirds in our yard. And you think, how much power, how much wow. voltage can take a – a tree as big around as a refrigerator and instantly split it, you know, incinerate these birds, do what it did to the fishing rod. I mean, that's that's just crazy. So it basically that vaporized the fishing rod? Vaporized uh, the fishing rod. The wow. cork was, was good. But how, you know, it came down to that because I guess the fishing rod was mm-hmm. on the ground and leaned up against the crack, just came down to where the fishing rod was. And then it didn't go wow. all the way. It just, it just went into the 
into that. But that, wow. that's crazy. And and of course it shook the house, rattled the windows and mm. you know. Yikes. Well no, that that's that's some power and you wonder how I guess there are people who have survived being struck by lightning, but you, you wonder how that's possible with that kind of power. But. Yeah. Well they say if it goes in, then it'll come out somewhere else. Uh, you know, like might go in your shoulder and come out your you know, foot or something. Yeah, but yeah, that's something I oh. hope never happens. Power of to me. God on display every time I hear Rich hey. Mullins. Yes, thunder and his footsteps and lightning in his fist. Every time it storms, I'm oh, like, God, is it yes, awesome? every time. Yes, and yet there are people who just want to cross swords with God. They want right. to mock. They want right. to mock that God and make fun of him. I, I well, just well, I just got a text foolish. from my son-in-law that said this record heat wave that we've had mm. that was also um, Pride Month. He said, maybe God's giving people a free trial, <laughs> a, a, a free, uh, you know. Seven-day trial. Seven-day trial. <laughs> oh, man. 30-day trial. Yeah, we got a lot of uh, twisted humor yeah. in our family. Yeah, that's, but, but that's that's actually a pretty pretty good point to make. <laughs> hey, by the way, folks, 888-589-8840 is the number to call if you want to get on Trivia Friday with us, 888 888- Five eight nine eight eight four zero. Kendra, where do we go next? Let's go to Miss Lola in North Carolina. Lola, Lola, welcome to Trivia Friday. Hey guys, how are y'all? Wonderful. What part of North Carolina are you from? We're from a little town called Pink Kill. We're about thirty miles from Camp Lejeune in Jacksonville. It never gets hot in North Carolina, does it, Lola? <laughs> No, sir, and we are shucking corn right now as we speak. <laughs> we did that last night at our house, right there right? at the kitchen table. Look at you, girl. Nothing quite like fresh corn on mm-hmm. the cob. Uh, love it. Love it. Hey, Lola, yes, you want to ask? I'm smiling so big, my face hurts. <laughs> <laughs> you want to ask, answer, or do both, Miss Lola? I'm not. I'm, I'm going to try and do both. I want to do the one about the um, true false to black box. All right, here's the question, Lola. The black box in a plane actually is black. Is that true or false? That would be false. They're you, orange. They're bright orange. You are absolutely correct. Nicely done, Lola. That the makes black, sense you'd want to find yay! it. Yeah. Yes. So why would you call it the black box? That's true. I, I have no idea. I, I didn't didn't look that part up, but I, I guess it's for black circumstances. Because of, <laughs> it's dark. Uh, because of hidden information. Yeah. I don't know, but it's a good question. Mm. But it is actually it is. orange, so that I guess so they mm. can find it in the event of a uh, of a wreck. Somebody somebody has said, you know, you can always find it and it's always intact. They say, why not make the entire plane out of that material? <laughs> and paint it orange. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Lola, what's your question for us? Um, James Arnett in Gunsmoke. Was he, it's a true or false, was he in the military, true or false, in real life? Okay, so you're saying, you're, you're saying he was in the military. Okay, it can't be a true false true if false. you ask, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, you know what I mean. All I'm right, sorry. So, so you're saying it's true that he was in the military. No, yeah. you're saying. Yeah, she's saying he, he was in the military, true, true or false. Okay, I'm sorry. I got, <laughs> I got, I got lost. Maybe they should paint me orange. So uh, I stay lost. Okay, so he was in the military. I I don't know. I'd say Sounds I'd say true. true. Sounds While true. we're trying to decide, I was reading yesterday where Jimmy Stewart was actually mm. uh, in the military. Pilot, Pilot. He left a promising career in Hollywood and uh, enlisted. He was a pilot and wound up 
like becoming a, a two-star general. Wow. wow. Yeah. And wow. then, uh, and then you know, when he'd get before his troops, I can only imagine when he would just the entertainment. go. Uh, 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 you, you, want, you, want, you want the moon? You want the stars? Uh, uh, well, Mary, tell him, Mary. Uh, I'll, I'll rope it for you. I'll rope it for you. Hey, that's uh, a pretty, that's a pretty good Jimmy. Well, Stewart I'm going to say with you guys, it's true. He was in the military. Yeah. It is true, and that's all I know about it because my family said I had to ask y'all a question. So good. <laughs> yeah, well, we do encourage right. that. You Thank did, you, did Lola. a good job. What time you want us to come over and help you eat some of that corn on the cob? Those roast ears. N-O-W, now. <laughs> hey, Lola, I will tell you this. I will tell you this quick story. I have told this before, so folks, if you've heard it, just uh, just pretend like it's brand new. But uh, most of the listeners who've been listening for a while know I'm from the Boston area. Married a Mississippi girl, and one of the first times I ever helped uh, uh, with uh, uh, their garden uh, I at church the following Sunday, I got up to brag that I had spent Saturday afternoon shucking peas. <laughs> shucking peas. Shucking peas. <laughs> and I was just bragging about it, and everyone started laughing. And I thought, wow, I'm going to tell a few more jokes because I'm on a hot streak. But then someone from the back said, you shuck corn and you shell peas. So I had been shelling peas, not shucking them. Oh, but. my word. Oh, that's good. That's probably where your career started at. <laughs> there, yeah, yeah. there you go. Or, or it ended yeah. one way or the there other. There you go. Hey, Lola, thanks. Have a great weekend. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to AFR. All right, let's uh, – we'll try one more. Shall we stay in North Carolina? Let's stay in North Carolina. Okay, Rick, welcome to Trivia Friday. Hey, good uh, good morning to you guys. Rick, do you uh, know Lola? <laughs> uh, no, uh, well, I am near a military base. I'm near uh, Fort. I'm in Fayetteville, near Fort Bragg. Okay, boy, we love uh, our military and military families. Hey, Rick, ask, answer, or do both, sir? Uh, I'll do both. Which one do you feel confident about? Uh, well, one of my questions that I've been taking. Uh, I think you had one about baseball. Yeah, here's I had one on baseball. Let's see if this is the one you're thinking about. For fans of Major League Baseball, the world's the words the impossible dream refer to what team and what season? Uh, the only one I could think of would be the '69 Mets. No, it's actually that's a that's an excellent uh, try because that that was a great season. That's. That is not what the the impossible dream refers to, but uh, yeah, I think I think, I think they refer to them as the amazing. Yes, Mets. that's the amazing Mets. Hey, Rick, do you okay. have a you have a question for us? Uh, yes, I do. All right, go ahead. It's a it's an Andy Griffin question. All right, Kend- Kendra's all over. <laughs> Kendra's <laughs> uh, <laughs> She's it's not Opie. I don't know. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, in the episode uh, called. Uh, Bailey's bad boy. Uh, who was the name of the uh, young actor who played uh, Bailey's bad boy? And what TV show did he go go on to star in uh, after uh, that episode? Okay, while he's thinking, yeah, I don't, I don't, who is the the kid that had the bad the bad boy reputation? Who was one of the little the rascals and grew up to be the cop with the. Uh, the white bird on his shoulder, cockatoo, oh, uh, uh, cockatoo. Uh, Robert, was that Robert Blake? Yeah, oh, 
the show is Beretta. Yeah, yeah, yeah Beretta, maybe Robert yeah. Blake. I wonder if I'm just throwing something out there. <laughs> yeah, I, I. You know what, Rick? That's a great question. I don't know the answer to it. I'm gonna say Robert Blake, Rick, and I'm just spitballing. Yeah, uh, the the young actor was uh, Bill Bixby, and he went on to star in a show in the, the Hulk. 60s called My Favorite Martian. Oh, My Favorite Martian. Yeah, he uh, wasn't he the Hulk, or was that somebody else, Bixby? Uh, uh, he did. He he no, he, 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 no, he almost somebody else. Uh, he did play on uh, the Incredible Hulk. He uh, but uh, Lou Ferrigno was actually the Hulk, but right. Bill Bixby was the guy. The dad, I, think, the, I mean, he was wandered the, around. Yeah. I, I do remember that one. That was when he went speeding through town and uh, thought he was going to get away with it. Hey, Rick, we're going to take a short break. Thank you. Thank uh, you. You have a great uh, Father's Day and a great job here on Trivia Friday. Folks, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we will reset our questions and go back to the phones. You're listening to American Family Radio. Please join us. What does the American Family Association stand for? AFA upholds the truth that all human beings, including the unborn, are created in the image of God and are worthy of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. These values and more are part of our mission to inform, equip, and activate individuals to strengthen the moral foundations of our culture. We also support the church. We want to be a leading organization in biblical worldview training for cultural transformation Thank you for standing with us. Bethlehem, Jericho, Nazareth, Jerusalem, all those places you've heard about because you've read about them in the Bible. Hello, everyone. I'm Tim Wildman, president of American Family Association and American Family Radio. And we're going to Israel in March of 2023. And if you want to join us, we would love to have you and your family if they want to join us now. All the information concerning this tour is available at twholyland.com, twholyland.com. March is a great weather month to travel to Israel. It's not too hot, it's not too cold, and uh, the crowds aren't nearly as large as they are, say, in April or May, so we choose March. If you want all the information, cost, itinerary, everything, go to twholyland.com, twholyland.com for our 2023 trip. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Stern. Stand by for news and commentary next. Uh, my goal as a teacher is, is to impart knowledge and then be able then for them to take it and turn it into wisdom. As we teach, I think, okay, five years down the road, how will the material that I am teaching them really affect their lives and their careers? Hi, Todd Starnes here. Truett offers biblically-centered degree programs. Check out truett.edu slash Starnes. Congressman Mo Brooks from Alabama says he's done with former President Trump. Enraged, the former president has endorsed Katie Britt, a Republican in name only. Brooks engaged in a nasty battle for the Republican nomination for the Senate there. No doubt Brooks was a loyal foot soldier for the Make America Great Again movement, but like many other MAGA Republicans, Brooks fell out of favor when he refused to back the Stop the Steal movement. 
Brooks accused the former president of abandoning the MAGA movement. He tells me that President Trump has no loyalty to anyone but himself. Well, it's hard to say if he's got a point or if it's just sour grapes, but many Trump supporters are wondering who really is responsible for getting him to endorse candidates who are anything but conservative. Be sure to get a copy of my latest book, Culture Jihad, How to Stop the Left from Killing a Nation. It's available at your favorite bookstore and online at toddsterns.com. Have no fear of them, nor be troubled, but in your hearts honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect, having a good conscience, so that when you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior in Christ may be put to shame. 1 Peter 3, 14 through 16. American Family Radio. is the theme song from The Rifleman. Here's the deal. You got to love a show, any show, where the person gets pushed and bullied and backed into a corner. Then they go all Old Testament on somebody. (laughs) That's the part I like about them shows. Goes old, all Old Testament. (laughs) Uh, I love love that show. In fact, I have that song on my iPod. I have a number. I thought of, you were going to say it was your ringtone. No, no. <laughs> Wife calls you. Yeah, I don't want to do that, but uh, I, I just it's a, it's a good song. I need to get show. that and try to turn my uh, got an eleven year old and a twin seven year olds uh, among our other children, but I tried to turn them on to Flipper, but they the uh, the filming was so grainy. Yeah, they couldn't hang with it. But now um, my seven year old daughter Tegan has got hooked on. Duck Dynasty of all Awkward. things, and she is starting to talk like Uncle Si. <laughs> Melanie was uh, quizzing her about something, and she was like, "Hey, you know, you're this isn't any of your business." Or and she said, "Honestly, seven-year-old Tegan said, hey, Jack, hey, 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 Jack, I'm just curious. What's wrong with just being curious?" And it's like she was channeling her her inner side. Oh my word! Is she asking you to grow your beard out real long? Well, or? I don't know about that, but she uh, she she's been been watching uh, Duck Dynasty, a little seven year old. So we we laugh about that. That's I don't know what made me think about that. All these old shows. Oh, I was going somewhere. I really would like to get the CDs uh, or whatever. I'd like to turn them on to Rifleman. I don't know yeah. how they're going to do with Western, but boy, like we said, it's so wholesome and it's. Uh, the father, the relationship with the yeah. child, and they give those no, real good great morals show. at the end. And it, like you said, it's uh, it it builds up the foundational values mm-hmm. rather than tearing them down. Like, like Andy Griffith, right. there, there are churches that have preached uh, series. Yes. <laughs> they've, they've taken right. it from uh, Mayberry. That's right. All right, hey, let's uh, reset our questions, folks. You're listening to Trivia Friday, and our <laughs> recurring our recurring, <laughs> recurring professor Kendra White. We'll start us off reading. Oh, I did it again. That recurring <laughs> professor. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Question number one. What is the most gifted present that fathers receive on Father's Day? Question number two. List the five books of the Bible that are referred to as the major prophets. And question number three. In the book, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, what dessert does the White Witch offer Edmund? All right, here are my three questions. For fans of Major League Baseball, the words The Impossible Dream 
refer to what team and what season? The 69 Mets was already guessed. That was incorrect. So that does cut cut it down a little bit. But second question, what nation is the world's biggest producer of vanilla or vanilla? And then I will add a question. Alliumphobia is the fear of what herb? Mm-hmm. This is something you might put in uh, food. Alliumphobia is the fear of what herb? It was summer of 1976. <laughs> Uh, we'd broke into the school, and we were in the lab trying to make some allium phobia. <laughs> hey, here's what I've got. First question, what 1970s fashion, 1970s clothing fashion, was originally worn by sailors in the 1800s? Uh, I'll give you a hint if we don't get any nibbles on this um, a little later on in the show. What 1970s Clothing fashion was originally worn by sailors in the 1800s. Second question, I'll add a new one. In poker, five cards of the same suit is called a what? And when you're playing poker, five cards of the same suit is called a what? Third question, another new one. Thinking about Father's Day uh, this coming Sunday. Father Knows Best. Now, there's a good show title from uh, way back. It was a TV series, uh, Robert Young, Jane Wyatt. I want to know, Robert Young, what was his character's name? Who, who was the dad uh, on Father Knows Best? Hmm. Good. Good All right, we're going to go back to the phones. Where are we going, Kendra? Let's go to Arkansas. Don, welcome to Trivia Friday. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Would you like to ask, answer, or do both today? I'd like to do both. Great. Well, which question would you like to try to answer? The 1970s fashion. Yes, sir. Here's the question, Don. What 1970s fashion was originally worn by sailors in the 1800s? Well, my wife said it's a pea coat. Uh, You know what? That is correct and it's a good answer but that's not the answer that i'm looking for a peacoat pea 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 in the 70s i know they've been around forever uh the peacoats are are uh, i don't know about the 70s but i know several years ago uh-huh. i saw that they were popular and that was something that sailors yeah, worn i don't know sure. if it was in the 1800s but that's not uh uh, that is a fashion that sailors wore but that's not the one i'm looking what, what's for what's a peacoat uh it's like a it's got buttons on both sides, and the the one goes over top a row it's of It's a pretty buttons. classic looking coat. Yeah, You've probably classic. seen a lot of them. It's the, okay. the look has been around yeah, it's a been real around long time. A while. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm hey, your fashion wife, maven. <laughs> yeah, your wife is, uh, is on to something, but that's not the... You don't shuck a peacoat, yeah, just, to be, right. just to be clear. <laughs> I'm going to reach all the yeah, way Yeah, I know. Right that's there. good. Nicely done. Yeah. Hey, Don, what's your question for us? Um, what is the most photographed place in arkansas hmm. the dollar general there <laughs> on the corner of uh no I, i'm gonna say i'm gonna say here's the deal i'm gonna say it's that big green sign on the side of the road over there when you're coming through uh on that that side of uh little rock toads suck <laughs> a, a big green sign that says toads I've suck i've seen it uh, Arkansas, and I'm gonna say people <laughs> get out and hysterical. take their picture by that, and then they have a ton of questions <laughs> that remain unanswered. Well, I'm going with well, that because I, mean, I have no idea what what the answer would be. I'm going with JJ. I don't think toad suck is correct, but it is 
It's got actually got two names. It's called Hawksville Crag. Hawksville at Crag. Whitaker Point. That's what Hawksville Crag at Whitaker Point. That's the place that's photographed. Yes, it's about an hour and a half hike into it, mm-hmm. and it looks like a Hawksville. It's an outcropping of rock that looks like a Hawksville. And people, that's the most photographed. How, how would how would you know that? How would you know? the place that most we people did. have taken pictures of. We just happened upon it one day when we were out vacationing and uh, you can't believe the number of people that were hiking back to see that. Oh, isn't that something? Yeah. Well, Hey Don, people think I'm making it up about that toad suck, but it's, that's like a park or a town or something right there. Isn't it? Cause I've seen the sign. Yeah. I've passed the, it. And when we hiked back there, it was in December, and it was a just a steady stream of people hiking wow. back. Wow! Wow! Oh, okay, you've given beautiful. some folks a, a tourist destination site. Thank you, Don. Thanks for listening to AFR. Uh, so, toad suck. I, I, I'm just going to tell you as many times as I've driven. Is this off I-40? It's off one of those main. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never seen that. I would. I would stop and take a picture of that. Yeah, I almost did. Yeah, yeah I almost stopped and took took a picture beside it. All right, let's go back to the phones. Let's go to Texas to Jedediah. Jedediah, welcome to Trivia Friday. Good morning, professors. Good morning. What part of Texas are you calling from? Crawford. Good area. Wonderful. Jedediah, you want to ask, answer, or do both? Both, please. Which one you want to answer? What about Narnia? Oh, wonderful. Okay. In The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, what dessert does the White Witch offer Edmund? That would be Turkish Delight. Hey! Nicely done. Good job. Have you read the book before, Jedediah? We read it at a fa- as a family, and um, then I have the audio b- books of it. Oh, I love hey, a good Jedediah, audio Hey, you know what that cowbell means? Yes, sir, I do. <laughs> <laughs> do you happen to have a Learning University t-shirt? I do. You do? Well, you can yep. you can have another one if you want to. Since you your family read the uh, the book together, now you can start collecting T-shirts together. <laughs> or you can give it to your dad for Father's Day. There you go. Uh, there you it'll, go. It'll, it'll, it will get to you after Father's Day, but you can say, "Hey, Dad, guess what? I won you a Father's. I mean, I, I'm giving you a Father's <laughs> Day gift." Well, Keep Je- listening, <laughs> Jedediah, you can do whatever you'd like with that T-shirt. So make sure. When we're finished with you on the phone, you stay on the line. We will uh, put you on hold, and Adam will get your information so we can stick that T-shirt in the mail for you, okay? But first, you have a question for us, correct? thank you. Did you have a question for us, Jedediah? Yes, ma'am. Okay, what's your question? What is the first thing a queen bee does when it hatches? What is the first thing a queen bee does when... It hatches? Um... Takes a shower. Yeah, gets her know. hair in order. It's the antennas looking good. No, All right, wait, the first I'm thinking thing... something radical. It seems like when Eats. a queen bee hatches. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, hey, they... Je- Jed and I, we're going to talk amongst ourselves, so don't say anything here. Okay, uh, okay. Does, does it kill the that, that's current, what it, current queen? That's what I was thinking. There's sense. something about dying or something killing somebody. or to show something. dominance. So that's yeah, yeah, well, you can't have two queens. So. Right. Uh, you you all you guys all right with that? Yep. All right, kills kills the uh, previous queen, Jedediah. That's almost correct. That if they 
they're do if the bees are re um, queen if the bees have got queen cells that means they're either splitting their hive, or they're um, oh uh, they don't have a queen. But as the first thing it does when it hatches, it kills all the other unhatched queens, all the cells. Oh wow! To keep anybody else from being yeah. queen, you're on the right track. That's, uh, I know in my house there's only room grim. for one queen bee. So. <laughs> now, that was one of the best concerts I ever went to. Uh, splitting the hives. Oh my! Oh my word! I'm, I can. I'm still deaf in one ear. Splitting but hives. But you left humming all the songs, right? That's, that's right. <laughs> I mean all the songs. Hey, thanks, Jedediah. Stay on the line so you can get that T-shirt that has three. Uh, pictures of uh, three ferociously handsome men on the front. That's our story, and we're sticking with it. Learning University. Good on you, Jedediah. By the way, folks, if you want to call to get on the program, the number to call is 888-589-8840. That's 888-589-8840. This is Trivia Friday, also known as Learning Learning University. University. Learning University is on the air. All right, Kendra, where do we go next? We have Shannon on the line from Mississippi. Shannon, welcome to Trivia Friday. Hi, thank you. And I just love Learning University. <laughs> so you so you do learn on this program, don't you? I do. I sure do. <laughs> she learns to laugh a lot, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Shannon, you want to ask, answer, or so, do both? I want to do both. All right. Which question you want to try to answer? I want to answer the question about the fashion. Oh, here we go. Yes. What 1970s fashion was originally worn by sailors in the 1800s? That would be bell bottoms. Bell bottoms. Bell bottoms. Yes. That's right. And you know uh, they did that because they had to. um, You know, I come up with a lot of crazy stuff. This is legit. Swabbing the deck, a lot of cleaning. Uh, they did that so they could roll their pants legs up easily. Really? Oh. Yeah, that's why they had bell bottoms. And, you know, anybody who's ever had, like, bought Cracker Jacks back in the day? You yeah. See the you see sailor the with sailor. the bell, bell bottoms? That's where, when it came in style in the 70s, they got it from that, from the sailors. Love uh, it. Yeah. That's so, a great question. How did you know that, Shannon? Well, um, I was uh, about... Uh, I'm not even going to tell you how old I was, but I wore bell bottoms as a kid. Right. Yeah. I was right there <laughs> with did, you. Yeah, that's same thing so, here. I, I wore bell bottoms, platform shoes, all my sisters, friends, <laughs> and the girls your age, the regular bell bottoms that you got that were pretty flared, they're yeah. like, nah, not good enough. And they would slice the seam, put an extra patch of denim in there. Oh, wow. And have even mega bell bottoms and some would put like a little piece of the american flag or something in yeah. there and nice yeah that was a that was a good look wow. wasn't it chad <laughs> hey they're it coming was. back mine actually had uh had embroidered flowers on the back pocket and i remember i remember seeing the uh, embroidery uh, flowers and uh army jackets uh, the guys were wearing army jackets among other things yeah Green i, I, I had the uh the uh, the flowered uh embro- embroidery on the back of my jeans as well that didn't go well <laughs> no, he got picked on a lot in boston <laughs> hey shannon nicely sure. done what's your question for us all right so um out of the two desserts cake and pie which one 
is mathematically delicious. <laughs> That's going to be Math- pie. Yeah. Has to be, right? <laughs> yeah. Three, yeah. 3.14 on, 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 right? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So. Hey, mathematically nice. delicious. I like it. Hey, that seems like I've seen that commercial with a leprechaun. He says math, math, uh, mathematically delicious. Mathematically delicious. <laughs> mathematically delicious. Mathematically right. delicious. All right. All right. So, and just a quick quiz, just, uh, just us four, okay? Just in general. Okay. Cake person or pie person? JJ? Uh, I'd say... Uh, you know, I'm, it's just a toss-up. I've never really thought about it. All right. Pie, Shannon, what about down. you? Cake or pie? I would have to say pie. Pie. I'm going to lean towards I'm, pie. I'm going to go pie as well. Yeah. So we're all math- we're mathematical. Pie, but a red velvet pie. cake, yeah. that's a whole you different. You get some cream cheese on the <laughs> yeah. top. It might might change yeah. the story a little bit. All right. Apple pie, well, pumpkin pie. Shannon, Shannon, thank you. You've done a, you, you've done us proud today, our, our generation, yes. even though – I'm sure you're much younger than JJ and I, but uh, you've done our generation proud. So yeah, and for winning that, uh, getting that right, we're sending you a mood ring, uh, <laughs> and maybe a pet rock, and a lava lamp. <laughs> All right, uh, let's Those go ahead. Are the days, yeah. Let's go ahead and reset our questions uh, again here. This okay. uh, segment. What yeah. is the most gifted present that fathers receive on Father's Day? List the five books of the Bible that are referred to as the major prophets, and adding one more. What is the only fruit that has its seeds on the outside? Oh, good. All right, my three questions. For fans of Major League Baseball, the words the impossible dream refer to what team and what season? Second question, what nation is the world's biggest producer of vanilla? And third question, allium phobia. Allium phobia is the fear of what herb? Now I will uh, next next segment. I will give a hint on okay. that one if uh, nobody comes up with it. I've got two questions left, but thinking about lava lamp, pet rock, <laughs> I just thought so. Today everybody's going with tile floors. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh man, are you kidding me? Even Berber carpet, too many germs, yeah. so nasty. Let's go to hardwood floors or tile. We had shag carpet. Yes, oh, no. how, how much how much um, germs and things when you have to take a plastic rake to rake your carpet? Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's that, that's that's nasty. Yeah, nasty you, you, there's no carpets. Sense. You're, lo- you're losing carpets. small farm animals. Yeah. You know? And if you fell asleep on the floor with braces, you weren't getting out. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You are. We may bump Tim. We may bump Tim for you. You're on a roll. Here's what I've got. I'm down to two questions. Uh, in poker, five five cards of the same suit is called a what? We're talking about playing cards. When you're playing poker. Five it's called cards, a winning hand. Five, five <laughs> cards of the same suit is called a what? Second question, Father Knows Best. That was the name of the show, I don't know, 50s, 60s, and they had reruns. The dad was Robert Young. The mom was Jane Wyatt. Um, Robert Young, what was his character's name? Mm. Who was the father in Father Knows Best? Mm. All right, let's go back to the phones. Where are we headed, uh, Kendra? All right, we have Sam in Illinois. Sam, welcome to Trivia Friday. Good morning, professors and recurring presser. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Sam, do you want to ask, answer, or do both today? Uh, this is the second time I've called, and both times 
somebody has answered my question before I got on there. <laughs> but you can blame uh, Murphy like the- Murphy for that. <laughs> yeah, I would like to answer uh, the one about the fruit with the seeds on the outside. Okay, great. What is the only fruit that has its seed- seeds on the outside? I would think strawberries. You are correct. Oh, nicely Good. done. Great job. Nicely done. The Lord knew what he was doing because if it was watermelon, you know how clumsy <laughs> and heavy that would be? <laughs> Don't encourage him, Sam. <laughs> hey, what's your question for us, Sam? Um, well, I am a big Three Stooges fan. And, uh, and if you're watching the Three Stooges, you'll notice that Curly – has a limp and it's very prominent when he's running why does he have that limp curly actually was a blacksmith before he was an actor are you serious and he got kicked by mule and it affected him for the for the rest of his life Really? Okay, no, JJ no, showing out. No, I'm just completely, <laughs> okay. made, I just oh, completely man. made that up. I, 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 I was I, hook, hook, line, and sinker on that one. I have absolutely no idea, Sam. What <laughs> well, about you guys? I, 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 I do know that at some point he suffered a stroke. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he did any more filming after that or not, but I don't know a, if that's go, the answer. No, let's go with that. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that okay. is not right. <laughs> okay. When he was a kid, he was about six or seven years old, or probably a little older than that. And got struck he by was, lightning. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm sorry, no, Sam. He, <laughs> he was hunting with his brother, Sam, who later became known as Shimp, um, and he shot himself in the foot. And he uh, was afraid to go to the doctor, so he didn't go to the doctor, and that developed into a, uh, a sort of a handicap where he walked with a limp. Wow. Shot himself in the foot and didn't go to the doctor. Literally. Man, that literally, is a tough guy. Literally shot himself yeah. in the foot. What I thought that was just world? an expression. Yeah. He had a fear of doctors. And every time he uh, is at one of those motivational meetings <laughs> or any kind of a meeting, they say, well, the thing we don't want to do, if we do that, we'll shoot ourselves in the foot. And, we, and he cringes every time. Do you have to keep <laughs> bringing that up? Yeah. <laughs> they always He's, had Curly in mind. He shot himself in the foot and went, nah. So what did he do? Just put a Band-Aid on it and just keep <laughs> on going? No, look, you walk it off. <laughs> Back in that day, it. they just say, walk it off. Watch, oh, my walk word. It off. Hey, Lip, Sam, that's good. Off. that's good trivia right there. Sure is. Thanks, buddy. Yes, it is. All right. Thank you, Sam. Another one of my favorite programs, the Three Stooges. Uh, I think I've told this. I, 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 I'm going to be saying that for the rest of my life because I think I've told uh, all kinds of stories. But uh, I love the Three Stooges growing up. And uh, my when I was at Boston College, uh, I had an aunt and uncle and cousins that lived uh, in the same town, um, uh, Newton, Massachusetts. Uh, I was at Chestnut Hill. But anyway, so my aunt invited us, my aunt invited us <laughs> over, uh, my roommates and I over for dinner. So we go into the house. She answers the door, of course. She says, will you please go talk to your cousin, Peter? He's watching the Three Stooges, the boys in high school. I want him to stop. And all me and my roommates all said, Stooges, awesome. And so we all went to watch it with them. And oh my, 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 my aunt just rolled her eyes. She was trying to get her son to grow up <laughs> and ask the college boys to, to talk him out of the Three Stooges. But we joined them. You That's talked about terrible. stories that you said you're going to be doing that for the rest of your life. So one couple, only a couple of years ago, I'm in the middle of telling something. And I said, yeah, I said, you know, that was that really became clear to me that weekend that I spent uh, at the monastery with those monks. 
<laughs> and my wife and kids said, whoa, whoa, whoa. And, you know, I was going <laughs> on to the next sentence. Yeah. Back up. Yeah. When you did what? I said, yeah, you remember that time I, sp- I spent the weekend with some monks at a monastery, and the hardest part was not talking for an entire weekend. <laughs> and one of my daughters said, wait a minute. You tell the same 10, st- you told 10 <laughs> stories 500 times, and you literally stayed at a monastery. And have never with, told with my, us that. Yeah, <laughs> story. I said, yeah, I told you all that. They said, you have never told us this, and they were in college. So nobody nobody had heard it. No, nobody had heard it. Yeah, so Bedford, Indiana, I think is where it was. But anyway, uh, right, but I told just... the same 10 stories yes. apparently 500 <laughs> times because they can finish the story. Well, let me let me just side with your family. I've never heard I've that I've never story. heard it. Have you not? <laughs> I've never heard the story. You gotta tell us now. I'll tell you next time. I want to get back to the callers, but that's a true story. Wow. All right. So, but that is weird because I've I've known you you, since the eighties. That's right. You've never told me that story, and I've told you the same (laughs) same (laughs) ten stories five hundred times. Yeah. You know, listen, because we're just we're just about ready to go go to a break. We'll we'll wait till after the break to get back to the phones. But this is becoming a frustration in my life (laughs) in, in terms of telling stories yes and not remembering who yes. i've told the stories right to. you right. know I'm, I'm i'm 60 i'll be 64 this summer you're already 64, I'm 64. yeah it's uh you get to a certain age you i know i've told this story to somebody <laughs> i just don't know who it is oh the story part's not bad it's who I've loaned my tools to, <laughs> and I can't remember who I loaned them to. And you think they're going to remember to bring them back? Yes, no. They're not going to go, oh, man, I need to get this back to him. I borrowed this two years ago. <laughs> hey, uh, you, are you going to be on the road anytime soon? Going to be? Uh, I do. I have a teacher's thing where I'm uh, the county where I'm encouraging the teachers. Um, church camp in a couple of weeks near Memphis. Um, a college thing. In Lake City, Michigan, mm. it's unbound. It's a, a kind of a unconventional learning experience. They have their retreat called Apex. You can Google that, Apex. I'm going to be one of the speakers along with who is the guy, Unbroken, oh, Shot yes. Down. Giggly, hit, or, uh, uh, yeah, Zamboni, Zamboni or something. Or that might be the machine <laughs> on the ice. His, so close. his son his yes. son is one of the speakers. I'm wow. one of the speakers. Lake City, Michigan. That's in wow, August. this is great. So some wonderful opportunities. Thank you for asking. Yeah, all right, folks. We're going to take a five-minute break for news. And when we come back, the last half hour of Trivia Friday... Please join us. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.